What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Did you know we love podcasts with mythical monsters, heroes, and gods? One of our favorites is Live from Mount Olympus, an adventure podcast for tweens and families of all ages. The new season tells a story of war, fate, friendship, betrayal, a heist, and a titan who played with fire. You don't want to miss the myth of Prometheus. Tune in to Live from Mount Olympus wherever you get your podcasts. What if kittens played the clock in there folks and welcome back to what if world the show where your questions and ideas inspire off the cuff stories i'm mr eric and i'm here with uh mr chris mr chris uh you all don't know this but mr chris and i used to be uh i don't know comrades in in theater yeah 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 in in children's theater in fact uh we he he ran the theater and i uh tried to bring it down from the inside uh it didn't work it's still going strong stick around to the end and you're gonna hear all about star cabaret which is something that uh mr chris here does in the la county and beyond it's really awesome but he's here with me today because he's much more talented musically than i am he's gonna oh stop oh no i won't he's (laughs) He's gonna, he he writes musicals all the time, original ones for kids, and he's gonna do just a little mini version of that for us today in a a quick, fun story. But first, we need to hear our question. Hi, I'm Leah from, from Milwaukee, and I'm six years old, and I, and I like The Little Mermaid, and what if Papa Lou and Mama Jamma and Zach and Zizi all got separated in different fairy tales. Bye. Thank you. Wow, Leah, I love that question. Mr. Chris, what do you think about that? That is an amazing question. I agree. I, I am so excited to do, like, real fairy tales because that's sort of how I got my start with stories in the first place. So you know what? Let's get right into it. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. 
Hi friends, are you looking for a storytime podcast with your littles? Something that has some great storytelling and maybe some conversation about it? Look no further. With Storytime with Philip and Mommy, my little guy Philip and I sit down every single day and read a story together. And we of course want you to join us. Grab your copy of the book, sit down, let's read it, and let's talk about it. We'll learn new words, we'll learn new ideas, and then we'll learn how we can use those stories in our lives. It's a lot of fun. Classics like Little Golden Books or Bernstein Bears, all the way up through the newest phenomenons like Bluey. We talk about them and we have a lot of laughs. It's a great time and we hope that you can come and join us. So please look for us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Storytime with Philip and Mommy. Thanks so much. We'll see you there. Once upon a time... Zack, Zizi, Mama Jamma, and Papa Lou were planning a family vacation. Oh, well, I think we should go to, like, someplace sunny for sure. Well, there, dear, I was hoping maybe for a change we could just go someplace really quiet and, and uh, where I, you know, well lit, where I can get a lot of reading done, like a basement somewhere. Oh, I don't want to go to a basement, Dad. That was our last vacation. I know that I haven't said anything yet, but I was hoping maybe we could go, like, to What If Land. It's the most magical place in What If World. Oh, that sounds nice. Papa Lou, what do you think about? Could we just for once have separate vacations? These kids are practically grown up and... What? Huh? Oh, no, we can't do separate vacations. I mean, I think that's criminal neglect or something. Excuse me, uh, can I um, intrude for a moment here? What's this oversized fairy doing in our living room? Yeah, I don't really think it's uh, very polite to point out um, my, my over, that I'm oversized, but um, I, I was kind of hoping you guys could keep your voices down because I'm trying to enjoy a latte. That's, ki- that's cool. I just, I was wondering why you're in our house though. I'm here for the lattes. They're delicious. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't tell you, kids. I've been making lattes on the side. It's just a little little side biz. Make some money for the family. And this nice fairy came up. He was my first customer and my only customer. Oh, I'm not a nice fairy. I'm a trickster fairy. Um, you shouldn't admit to being a trickster fairy because then we know that you're going to play a trick on us. Eh, you were going to find out anyway. I've already started my trick. Wow, this guy's good. <laughs> so what is it? Are you going to, the latte's going to have spoiled milk or something? This is a, a delight. No, I'm going to send you off into separate fairy tales. Bye. And just like that, Jenkins the trickster fairy snapped his fingers and Zack and Zizi's house melted away and they found themselves... In a dark, spooky forest. Zizi, is this uh, our vacation? Yeah, Zach. I think we finally got our separate vacations, just like Papa Lou wanted. Well, do you think that What If Land is, is nearby? I don't know, Zach. But maybe we should leave a trail of breadcrumbs or something in case we get lost. I don't really see what the purpose of breadcrumbs would be. We don't have any point of reference. We just appeared here in the middle of the... Okay, you know, I'm just I'm just trying to be proactive here. Okay, bread, breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs it is. And so they took the last of their breakfast and split it up into little breadcrummy pieces 
and made a trail as they headed deeper into the forest. As they got farther and farther into that deep and scary forest, they started to smell something quite delicious. Oh, Zizi, I wish we hadn't thrown away the rest of our breakfast to make a trail of breadcrumbs. Zack, are you criticizing my plan again already? No, no, I just mean that I'm hungry and it smells kind of like gingerbread. And Zack and Zizi darted off in the direction of that delicious smell until they heard a voice. Don't do it, kids. What? What? My name's Spike. I'm your collective conscience. I don't think you should go in that house, kids. I know it's made of gingerbread, but it's probably dangerous, said Spike, a rock and roll cricket in a leather trench coat with a brutal axe at his side. That's what crickets call guitars. With all due respect, uh, we're hungry. Yeah, we're just gonna kind of check things out, okay? We won't necessarily go in. Dude, there's a Denny's like three blocks away. You don't need to go to that gingerbread house. Come see my band! Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll pop right back in on that and, and, uh... Zack and Zizi took off in the direction of the gingerbread house, leaving Spike in their dust. And Zack and Zizi got to the gingerbread house, and with a knock, the door creaked open. Well, hello there, children. Come right on in. I'm making a children pu- chicken pot pie right now. Chicken pot pie? That sounds delicious. I think that maybe she wants to eat us. Eat you? Why, I couldn't even finish you. I'd have to save some of you for leftovers. I mean, I wouldn't eat you. See, Zizi, she says she wouldn't eat us. I don't know, Zack. It sounds a little iffy to me. Maybe we should go and check out that guy's band. At this point, the old lady at the door, who was kind of made of green frosting for a face and had black licorice hair, leaned over towards the children and crooked her finger of candy cane towards them. Oh, just come in for a moment. You won't regret it. Long. I mean at all. Just then, swinging valiantly from a vine and crashing the door closed, came Spike. Wah! Oh, you smushed my frosting nose! Came the muffled sound of the witch from inside the house. Zack and Zizi turned around to make their escape, but the door flung wide again, and the witch raised her candy cane fingers to cast a wicked spell... But let's find out what's happening with Mama Jamma. After Jenkins the fairy snapped his finger, Mama Jamma found herself deep under the sea. Oh my gosh, I'm a mermaid! It's a dream come true! Zack, Zizi, look at me! But Zack and Zizi weren't around. Oh, Papa Lou? No sign of him either. Oh dear, I better go find my children. What use is it being a beautiful mermaid? Who said anything about beautiful? Came a deep croaking voice from behind her. Oh no you didn't. Mamma Jamma spun on the voice to find a giant electric eel bending left and right and 
barking blasts in her direction. What do you think, I'm supposed to be scared of you? I'm just saying, if you think you're a beautiful mermaid, then I'm a scholarly blue whale. Oh, well that's good for you. I mean, education is really important. No, I'm speaking facetiously, like I'm being phony, like uh, I don't think that that's... <sighs> anyway, you want to find your kids. I'm, I'm, I'm like an underwater wizard. I can help you. Well, sure, yeah. Why didn't you lead with that rather than being rude? Well, here's the thing. I can turn you back into a human because your kids, they're just up shore lost in a forest somewhere. Oh, that would be just splendid. I'm not finished. I'm going to need something from you in return. Your voice. My voice? All you got to do is start singing and your voice comes right to me. Then you get to see your family again. And Mama Jamma, despite her better judgment, started to sing. If you wanna try and stop me, you can go to town. Not a thing you do or say will ever quiet me down. You can float there underwater, casting spells if that's your choice. But you're never gonna take away my voice. Ooh, I just love those steel drums. I can tell you think you're scary and your magic's real. But my mother didn't raise me to be bust around by eels. So you better just give up and find your own delightful noise. Cause you're never gonna take away my, never gonna take away my, never gonna take away my voice. Meanwhile, deep in a well. Ah, uh, anybody up there? Hello? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dad stuck in a well. It's, it's, it's not as tragic as a child, but it's, Still awfully inconvenient. Hello? And just then, he saw a glint of light off of a gleaming tiara that seemed to be hovering over the well. Is somebody up there? Can you hear me? What are you doing down there? What are you, you just been letting me sit here and, and, and stew in this well? Why did you help me already? Now, is that the way you ask for help? That's just plain rude. Right, right. Um, pretty please with sugar on top. Get me out of this well! Mm, not quite, but you're getting closer. I know. If you get me out of this well, I'll, like, I'll write a song for you. You will? Well, yeah, I've been working on my chops, practicing piano every now and then, and I think I could do a really swell job. Well, I'll tell you what, before I get you out of that well, I'm going to bring a piano down there so you can sing me a song. And if you sing me a real good song, I'll pull you out with the piano. Oh, for crying out. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Zack and Zizi were trying to make good on their escape. Excuse me? Casting spells on children, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's illegal. Illegal, you say? Well, who's going to stop me? Actually, I think we'll probably just close the door and, and walk away. What? 
And isn't your magic most powerful in your witch house? And since we didn't go in there, we're, like, kind of safe. Who told you that? That's definitely it's not how it works at all. No, come in here and I will show you that my magic is no more powerful in this house than outside of it. Don't do it. I, I think we actually kind of had it figured out already, Spike. Man, you kids are smart. You inspired me to write another song. You want to hear it? Wah! It's easy to be like Zach and Zizay Leaving trails of breadcrumbs in the countryside Don't be hasty, you'll want to get home safely It's fine to go explore, but when you find the witch's door Don't go inside Don't go inside Don't go inside My one weakness. Well, also water and ovens. But I'm glad we didn't get to that point. The rock and roll music was an And after the song finished playing, the wicked witch's gingerbread house collapsed. And there was nothing left inside. Hey, it's safe to eat it now, kids. So you're saying we should eat this candy off the ground? Hey, man, just the pieces that aren't touching dirt. And so, Zack and Zizi had a nice little snack and went off to find their parents. You're welcome. All right, now I've got your voice forever, said the big, slimy electric eel. Oh, no. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, no, it didn't work. I really thought I knew magic. Wait, are you telling me you can't give me human legs? Um, I'm telling you that the magic was in you all along? Is that really the lesson here? I really have no idea. Can you just get out of my gooey undersea dwelling? I, I, I prefer to be left alone. And Mama Jamma started swimming towards the surface. You know... Being alone isn't all it's cracked up to be, she said as the water got lighter and lighter. Why don't you come meet my family? We've never had a pet eel. I'm nobody's pet, said the eel. But he was swimming beside Mama Jammer after all. Okay, well, we'll just see. Papaloo was riding a piano. Okay, well, um, thank you for lowering this piano down here. I will absolutely play you a song, but really I think I need to have a nice dinner at your castle, you know, have a nice nap. Then I'll probably be good for a song. I'm sorry, my dear, that wasn't the deal. I'm going to need a song before I lift you out of that well. End of story. Ah, you're really putting me on the spot here. Okay. Um, la la la, this princess won't get me out of her... Well, I think she trapped me on purpose, 
And it's just as well that I rhyme those words together, because they're the same word. Okay, get me out. You know, Papa Lou, they say you should write what you know. Maybe you should spend some time thinking about why you're a frog, why you're in a well, and how you're going to do better next time. Just then, Papa Lou heard a flapping, flopping sound from outside the well. Oh, hey there. Is that my husband you've got trapped in your well? It was Mama Jamma, still a mermaid, just flopping around. She'd found herself all the way up this hill. You didn't tell me you were married. What does that change our arrangement? I wasn't going to marry you or anything. I just, I, I, I want to get, I'm stuck in a well. Mom, you're a mermaid, shouted Zizi, running out of the woods towards her mother. Zizi, wait up, Zack trailed behind. Papa Lou, we all found our way out of our fairy tales pretty easily, but you're still stuck at, like, the very first part of yours. Well, that's not my fault. This princess is just being totally unreasonable. Um, I... she probably has a name, Papa Lou. I mean, of course she has a name. Uh, hey, Princess Lady, who are you? It sounds like you were making some assumptions about me based on this tiara. I'm not necessarily a princess just because I'm wearing a tiara. I'm just dressed up to go out on the town. Oh, wow. You think maybe you made some presumptions about me because I look like a frog? Not all frogs are rude, I presume. I just happen to be a rude one. Well, how did you get turned into a frog, sweetheart? How should I know? What's with a third degree here? And as Papaloo spoke, he got slimier and wartier. Oh, jeez. You know what? I think I finally got that song idea. If you don't want to be green and slimy, waiting for a princess to kiss you, then don't forget to say please and thank you. And when you blow your nose, use a tissue. When your grandma stops by, get up and say hi. Don't sit like a bump on a log. Cause if you're rude like that Papaloo dude, then someday you might get turned into a frog. Turned into a frog. Turned into a frog. Turned into a Ribbit. That was a beautiful song, Papa Lou. Of course it was a beautiful song, I sang it. But you know what else I learned while I was making up that song? I should learn things about people. So, would you please tell me your name? Well, my name is Penelope. You grab onto that piano, sugar, and I'm gonna lift you right out of that well. And so, Papa Lou rode the piano right out of the well and was finally reunited with his family. Oh, this is so delightful. Although being a mermaid isn't all it's cracked up to be. I don't know, Mom. You kind of make a cool mermaid. Oh, now you're slimy. Yeah, I got here. I'm, I'm still a frog. I mean, I've, uh, we figured out this fairy tale riddle. Why are we all still stuck this way? Uh, Jenkins, can you hear us? Uh, hey guys, did you have fun? 
Oh, I had a wonderful time. I even made an electric eel friend, but, well, he's back in the water because he's not amphibious like me. I've had a terrible time. I'm a, I'm a slimy, gross, warty frog. Can you please fix us? Yeah, sure. You know, I'm not just a trickster fairy. I'm also a treatster fairy. So I'll turn you back into a papaloo. And I'll give you all some Sour Patch Kids. Yay! Oh, hooray! Well, then it was all worth it, I guess. And with a snap of his fingers, Jenkins turned Papaloo and Mama Jamma back to their normal selves. And when the family looked around, it was like they'd never left their house in the first place. The only difference? A little eel and a fish bowl on their table. Hey, Mama Jamma, I don't mind being a small eel, but could you... Like, get me a nicer fish tank. Jenkins, can you get him a nice fish tank? Uh, if you give me another latte. And so, Mama Jamma made another latte. And Jenkins gave that eel the biggest fish tank you'd ever seen. The end. Wow, Mr. Chris, that was a really fun story. Uh, thank you so much for coming on our show. I know the kids are going to love it. And if any of you folks are based in L.A., you should check out the Star Cabaret. Chris, can you tell us a little about it? Sure. All Star Cabaret is a troupe of 15 singing and dancing 3rd through 6th graders in the greater Los Angeles area. To sign up for an audition slot, visit allstarcabaret.starinc.org. That's allstarcabaret.starinc.org to sign up for an opportunity to audition for the All Star Cabaret Performance Troupe. Cool. Thank you so much, Mr. Chris. Thank you so, so much for coming on our show and making your own original music for us to enjoy. I'd also like to thank Karen Marshall, my editor and producer, Craig Martinson, who wrote our original theme song, which is still awesome, and Jason O'Keefe for our new artwork. And I'd like to thank all you kids at home for being careful and kind whenever you're in a new situation. Until we meet again. Keep wondering. What is world? This is world.